podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Wednesday the 25th of January. Newcastle beat Southampton 1-0 at St Mary's in the first leg of the League Cup semi-final last night. Joel Linton scored the game's only goal and gives the Magpies a slender lead to defend in the return fixture in a week's time. Newcastle keeper Nick Pope was outstanding again. He now has 10 clean sheets in a row in all competitions. After sacking manager Frank Lampard yesterday, Everton appeared to be in turmoil. Owner Farad Mashiri has reportedly put the club up for sale with a price tag of £500 million. Mashiri has denied reports of a potential sale, however, insisting he is committed to the struggling club. Meanwhile, Mashiri's first choice manager to take over, Marcelo Bielsa, has concerns over the fitness and speed of the current squad and would need investment in new players during this window to even consider taking over. And if that wasn't bad enough for them, Villarreal winger Arnat Danjuma performed a U-turn on his proposed Everton move and has instead signed on loan for Spurs. Accrington Stanley will play Leeds in the FA Cup this weekend after beating Boreham Wood in their rescheduled third round game last night. Tommy Lee's extra time penalty was enough for a 1-0 victory and a lucrative tie against Premier League opposition. And in tonight's second League Cup semi-final, Nottingham Forest hosts Man United. Those are your headlines. Okay then, let's start with Newcastle beating Southampton. Another good performance. Nothing too flashy from Newcastle at the moment. It's it's just very solid. It's very well organised. They don't concede goals. It's incredibly impressive. Let's talk to comedian, actor and host of the Newcastle Natter podcast, Fergus Craig. Hello. It was a weirdly predictable result. It was similar to nearly every game we've played so far in 2023. We are now a low-scoring, never-conceding team. Nick Pope hasn't conceded in 10 games. That's amazing. But we are struggling in attack. We're creating quite a lot of chances, but no one's putting them away. I think Callum Wilson got about four touches. So going forward, progressing, I'd like to see uh, Isak start getting some starts. I think it's time for him to get some starts and maybe for St. Maximum to feature more. But it feels weird to be finding things to complain about when things are going so well. You'd have to say, surely, surely we'll wrap it up at St. James's next Wednesday. We've got no game at the weekend. So, first final in a long time. Can anyone get me tickets? I can't get tickets. Can anyone get me tickets? Please get in touch at Fergus Craig on Twitter. Can you please help me get tickets? I will pay face value. Is that tempting fate? Are we now going to lose 4 0 to Southampton in the second leg? I hope not. All right, thank you. Bye. That was Fergus Craig. You can check out his Newcastle podcast, The Newcastle Natter, available on this very network. Let's move on then. Everton are in free fall, it seems, at the moment. What a day yesterday for them. First of all, it seems as though Marcelo Bielsa doesn't want to take over because the, the profile of the squad is nowhere near what he needs to work with. If you're going to get Bielsa, you need to get him in at the start of the summer to give him a couple of months of getting the new players up to speed with what we know is a gruelling, gruelling way of playing. They call it Bielsa ball. It's, it's all about high-intensity training. 
It's about being able to sprint for pretty much 90 minutes. You can't just take over any club and do that off the bat. It doesn't work like that. It will take months to get used to that. So Bielsa, as much as I think he's a fantastic manager and potentially a good fit for Everton, now is not the time. You can't bring him in halfway through the season. it take him two months to acclimatise to it. So that looks like it's not going to happen. Personally, I'd be taking Sean Dyche. I think he's a really good, really underrated manager. It won't be, you know, exciting to watch. It won't be free-flowing football, but it'll be effective. And I think it will be the closest thing to a certainty of keeping the team in the division. And that's the important thing. But then another part of the day was the Arnat Danjuma story. I mean, he, he, Villarreal winger, he's been at Bournemouth before in the Premier League, so we know he can do it at this level. He's a very, very good player, very technical he adds pace, he adds directness to any team. And he's agreed terms, the, the, everything's been agreed. And then he decides last minute, oh, actually Spurs are interested, I'm going to go there. And you can't blame him. I mean, we're talking about a, t- a team and a club in turmoil. You can't blame him. I don't think it's necessarily the signing Spurs need at the moment. I think there's other parts of their squad they need to address first. But still another good player in the building. You never say no to that. But then to top it off, the owner, Farad Mashiri, then puts the club for sale. Puts the club up for sale. I mean, apparently it's been up for sale for a little while. Um, but it you know, maybe got highlighted yesterday. He's saying it's not for sale. And, and the, talk, the talk now is that actually he doesn't want a full sale. He wants just investment, particularly to help cover the cost of the new stadium. Because that's happening. That is happening regardless. So the new stadium needs to be financed. So maybe it's just a, a way of him trying to whip up some more interest in that. Uh, of course, anyone who's looking to invest at the moment will want some sort of clause in their contract, just in case Everton go down, because, of course, the club is less valuable then. However, you would hope a club of that size would only be down for a season, maybe two seasons at most. And the, the sort of money that they've been putting in up to this point, you know, we're talking 750 million quid that they've put into that club, you'd have thought they'd be able to get out of the championship. But, you know, big clubs have struggled before. We, we talk about Bielsa. His club leads. They they went down and stayed down for a long time. And it can happen. No club is too big to get to get out of that championship first time of asking, just because they you know are entitled to it. it doesn't exist. So essentially, Everton are having a terrible time at the moment. I would trying to keep keep an eye on this because I think this is going to be a rolling thing. Certainly to the end of this month, they need to get players in the building. I'm not sure it's going to happen. Okay, finally then, Accrington Stanley are through. They'll play Leeds this weekend. Uh, obviously huge for them congratulations to them extra time penalty from Tommy Lee and in tonight's game we've got Nottingham Forest against Man United so wherever you're watching that I hope you enjoy it I'll be back same time same place tomorrow on more Whistleblowers Daily Sports Social Podcast Network